Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, Trent here, and super cool to have your company today for episode 179. This week on Toy Power, we're going to talk about all the latest news and hopefully drop a world exclusive on you today. That's right, a world Ooh. exclusive. Uh, very, very exciting. And we're going to got a few other topics in the pipeline if we get time. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. Frank. Well, hoi, hoi. Darren. Thank you for joining us, everyone. And our good friend from Action Figure Adventure, Mr. Rob McCallum, is joining us to drop a news bombshell. Rob, welcome. Thanks for having me back. I, uh, I'm i really excited to be here, fellas, and, and making a Toy Power podcast. I get this exclusive bit of info regarding Action Figure Adventure. It's, it's really exciting. You guys are the only toy podcast that is constantly on my... Uh, schedule so to speak and uh you guys had to be the the first kind of audience to hear it well we we know this is getting this is getting exciting because we know action figure adventure is culminating in jay bartlett scouring scouring the land going into comic book stores toy stores wherever he can get his hands on the best toys Mm. to raise money via auctions um for uh children's hospital over there um, and you had, Rob, during the week, the first reveal of one of the figures that's going to be auctioned. We saw Jay get up and reveal that online. And that was a pretty exciting item to see that first one revealed. Yeah. And so just again, to remind everybody that's listening, Jay set out to create the ultimate action figure auction. He's running the cash. He's putting out 5000 USD. Uh, once that's recouped, the rest goes to a children's hospital here that now supports my son, so, like, we're on this mission together, brothers in arms, to try to not only, you know, help so many kids out there that need the sport, but now my son is kind of part of that. And my son makes an appearance in the series as well. So that's really, really cool to have it full circle like that. Um, but Jay goes out in search of 10 figures. Now, originally, we weren't going to reveal these online so people could see them, of course, when they watch the series. But because we can't hold a live auction, mm. you know, in a closed venue, packed to the brim, shoulder to shoulder because of all the <laughs> pandemic reasons, we went online. Now we got a bigger audience. Yeah. Now we got more people that are interested, and that's why we're revealing. We know that uh, when the series comes out, people will probably forget that this happens and, and what the items are. You're not going to know what what Jay spent on these figures with this auction. You're not going to know how we got them, how, what led up to it. I think for collectors, that story is always really pinnacle and, and paramount. So, like you said, we've revealed Cheer Up. Every few days, we're going to reveal another figure starting in you know the number 10 slot, counting up. Um, I think I've stalled long enough. I'm going to get to some of the other figures for you guys. Okay? Oh, wow. Here we go. So number 10 was a card of Shira with some awesome personal notes on the back that I, that I really love. That's my favorite touch. It's not for every collector, but I, I love the two genie from, from Mother Christmas 87. I thought that was cool. Yeah. yeah. And the number nine slot, a 
boxed Megatron. Oh! Wow. Whoa, man. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Gee, I mean, what wow. what are the chances of even getting that over here? Oh, like, we well, with the gun laws, for one, zero. <laughs> like, yeah. it's probably illegal to have in your collection full stop, but boxed, ooh. And boxed might get, might get through because it'll be pretty obvious even to customs that it's a toy if it's... Yeah, but it's, remember, it's, I hope they don't boxes, open it. <laughs> on the boxes, it shows how the robot transforms, so that's a pretty good clue to customs that this is, yeah. in fact, a toy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Does, does it, number well, nine. Okay. <clears throat> number eight, you got to have the companion, Box 84 Prime. Nice. Oh, beautiful. Oh, wow. Oh, again. You wow, just, he's done well. Hasn't I, he? I don't understand. Like, just those three there. I'm right. just like, well, there's a good couple of grand in Australian <laughs> dollars. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> you can just revel in the in the, in the the bask of this glow if you want. I mean, you know, there's some cool items on here, but if you guys don't want to hear them, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number seven. A sealed Ecto-1 from the real good oh, one. Oh, I, th I think you broke Trent. He, he's, he's nearly fallen off the couch there. Oh, my there. goodness. <laughs> now, Jeez. I will say that it is sealed. One piece of tape is firmly on the box because that box basically had two pieces of tape on, on each end. One has come off on the one side, but the other is firmly on. You can not You can tell that the cardboard hasn't even been removed on the side that is loose. Wow. All the packages, of course, all the all the contents are still sealed. But it's an amazing, amazing... Oh. And a, a known item to yellow. Yes. So, I mean, if you've got a, a sealed, factory sealed, mm. mint in box version it's of that, that's oh, yeah. A1. Wowzers. Good yeah. pickup, Jay. I would Jay, love to see the bright white inside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you'd, you'd have to wear sunglasses. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all right, number six. A loose, no accessories... Yak face. Oh, wow. Ooh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Okay. That's impressive. That's. I'm just. I'm, I'm calculating rough values in my <laughs> head as we go. I'm like, it's not a pretty number, and we're only up to number six. Like, well, think of it as a good number. Well, the bigger yeah. the number, the true, yeah. true. Yeah, as far as and the I reckon, options. like you can, you can, you know, like when you go on eBay and you're like, oh, he, he got me on that one. I paid more than I wanted. Yeah. Here, you want to pay a little true. bit more. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Like that's part yeah. of it. Yeah. Mm. I reckon that's cool. That's incredible. All right, number five. A very minty, though bubble a little bit yellow, 12 back Skeletor. Oh, oh, crazy. Wow. Wild. <laughs> a 12 back. Oh. Nice. I like the 12 back. Yeah. That's good. Wow. wow. Now, I, I will say in our travels, and it may be part of the story, it may not be, we saw an 8 back He Man. Oh, Ooh. wow. That's. Wow. I mean, that's probably the pinnacle. Yes. One of the pinnacles. I mean, it's the most. Sought after uh, yes, item yep. in the line, right? Correct. Yep. But but skeletal. There's um there's a fair few. All right. Mm, okay. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> Number four. A carded. 1983 Cobra Commander. Oh, nice. oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the Joes. I was like, I know Jay and yourself are really big Joe how, collectors. There had to be something in there. How did Jay not just buy that for himself? <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> oh, Trent. <laughs> <laughs> The story behind the story is how does the inner collector constantly battle with <laughs> the external goal? I, 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 I imagine it's going to be a big part of the documentary. <laughs> the struggle. I promise you. I promise you this. It'll probably be discussed more in our after-show series. So for every uh, episode in the regular series, we do a companion piece after where we talk about kind of what happened, what you didn't see on screen. And I promise you this: for every store we go to, we film. 
and then we do our personal shopping. Oh, yeah, we, uh, nice. Our eyes. I love yeah. it. I mean, the, the, the external goal is always front and center, and they always get you know the the better of stuff. But there's some cool things that really scratch that itch that yep. only collectors can understand. Yeah, so, amazing. That's part of it. Whoa. All right, number three. We're getting down to it now. Okay. Guys. Now, number three. An 85% complete with the box USS Flat. Oh, oh no, my it's God. Not. Wow. That's, that's number three. That's number three. <laughs> oh, I don't I don't understand. Oh Where do you God. find this stuff? This is incredible. Where do you find oh. Just wait for the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even Frank's um, celebrating at the foot. Uh, well, it's 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 the pinnacle it's of the huge. Joe line. Absolutely, the pinnacle. It is. massive and boxed far out. Oh. Now, I, I will say that I somewhat subjectively arrange these items. You can make cases to kind of switch sure. them around. Okay. And stuff, yep. But there's a pretty good argument to kind of justify moving some of these up or down a, a, a slot. But sure. for what we felt, the story and where it goes, we kind of like this order. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, fair, yeah, number, very cool. Number two, the Sears Cantina Adventure Set Super Mint with Blue Snaggletooth. Oh, wow. Oh, oh. Yeah. I'm trying to picture so it. Is that, is that the short one or the tall one? That's the tall one. That's, right. that's right. the rare one. And that's the with the yeah. Cantina. Yep. That's yeah. Super Mint, like barely creased. The pegs haven't even gone in for the cardboard to stand up. Oh. Like, it, it is just gorgeous. It does not have the box, but it has the display. And the figures come with it, so it's beautiful. It's pretty cool. Yes. I've never, even, I've never even seen one. No, of those. Yeah. I've never even seen it. No, no. It's, no. it's part of a lot of like Kenner collectors for Star Wars, like one of their must-have items. Yeah. Um, it's it's straight up there. And again, I should say we're going to be you know previewing all these things. There'll be videos on Jay's YouTube channel. Oh. We'll be sharing them on Action Figure Adventure on Facebook. We're in the midst of building our site right now, which will house our live broadcast auction event which trent is a panelist and a part of yay would you guys want to watch the event on august 13th at 8 p.m eastern standard time you just go to actionfigureadventure.com you'll see the window there you click it it's going to probably be a two-hour event we've got a host we've got panelists uh we'll be counting down each of these auctions as they go down the panelists will be talking about what they think it'll go for why the figure is special reacting to what it went for You'll see video packages thrown in that describe the characters in greater detail. It's going to be a full-on broadcast event show. You guys are going to love it. Excellent. Yeah, so uh, good. So good. So enough stalling. Number uh, one. Actionfigureadventure.com <laughs> yeah, is where you're going to be able to see the results of all this. <laughs> Number one, a newer item, but still highly sought after these days, Jabba Sailbard. Oh, oh wow. With, with, with yak the face. Zipper box and everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, it does come with a, yeah, a modern yak face. Yeah. yeah. A double yeah, yak, a face. yak face. And a Jabba figure. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yes, it does. So, yeah. so big, big auction for the Star Wars Ketana. collectors from the sounds of it. Like, well, look, wow. look that's, beyond, that's a fantastic mm. selection it's across range. Right, Transform. We've hit Transformers, Star Wars, Masters of the Universe, Joe. Yep. Big properties, big mm. items. We've got Sheer in there. This is that's that's a fantastic Amazing list, list. Yeah. and that that Amazing. has excelled what my expectations of what mm. he would be able to come up with. Like yeah, that's for a five grand to a credit, but, yeah, credit to him. That's incredible. Wow, yeah. well done. That's fantastic. Yeah. So it's a, it's a fun game to think about now that you guys kind of know what Jay was able to secure. If you had five thousand dollars roughly in your head on how that translates, mm. what ten items would you guys pick for an auction that would appeal to anybody that could possibly show up? Again, remember we were designing this for a live event first. Yeah, that could walk in that door and be excited about something that's there. You know, it's 
first of all, you're always at the mercy of what you find on your of track. course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, in yeah. Any of these stores, and do you pass something up because it, maybe it's you know ten or twenty dollars too high or a hundred dollars too high, knowing you might never ever see it again? Yeah, or you pick it up and try to you know make it back somewhere else. Fantastic. Wow. I was trying to figure out what those ten items would be for Jay was uh was definitely a, a psychological battle. He was constantly uh, engaging. But those are the ten items. The rest of the world will see them kind of unveil on actionfigureadventure.com, on our Facebook, and on Jay's YouTube. Toy Power Podcast gets the exclusive Woo. list for the ultimate action figure auction of what's going to go out there, and we're hoping we can raise a lot of money, fellas. All the auctions are going to take place on eBay, too, so it's a universal platform. Wow. Everybody's comfy with it. Yes, there are, are weird eBay politics about fees and all that crap, but it's the safest. Everybody understands yep. that it's of been course. around for the longest yeah, time. Yep. It's it's fantastic. And I should say, a huge shout-out to the Mythic Legion's Cabal on Facebook. The Four Horsemen Toy Design guys donated four of their trolls for Mythic Legion. Oh, wow. We decided, we decided to take those directly to the Facebook group, and we auctioned them off, and we raised over $2,600 oh. for those four trolls. Oh, wow. Good. That's so fantastic. That happened, yeah. The way that that happened, the first troll sold for five hundred, the second troll sold for five hundred, the third troll sold for three hundred, and the and the fourth troll sold for five hundred as well. Wow! The guy who won the first two re-auctioned them off and said, "Keep the money." Ah! Oh. Guy who won the the guy who won the third troll said the same thing. Oh! And the guy who rebought the first troll said he bought it for two hundred and said, "Auction it off again." <laughs> so basically, these things kept cycling for the sake of. Uh, Children's Health Foundation here in London, Ontario to support kids who really need the power who are used to having action figures with them to feel a little bit stronger as they go through countless different medical procedures and just intense situations sometimes daily uh, to get through their pain. So action figures are the power that are helping these kids getting through it. Uh, That transference of, of being an avatar and being somebody else who is invulnerable is helping and we're doing some good deeds over here fellas. So again, thank you guys so much for letting me you know, share the exclusive list on Toy Power Podcast this morning in my case. Yeah, yeah. Oh, very, absolutely. Very welcome. Amazing. Um, you guys are heroes. Just hearing what, what you've done and when I say that, obviously, I mean, you and Jay, but also the people that won the auctions and then put them back out there after after they'd, they'd um, paid for them. Just sensational to see so much generosity and giving from, from our community. You know, people that, that love action figures and, and really looking at the trailer, you know, conveys to Jay that there's more to this hobby than people outside of it often think. You know, there's a real, real sense of camaraderie and also compassion for the disadvantaged and the less fortunate, and and that's something that I think everyone in this community can be really proud of. And yeah, people, you know, you've you've heard the list. If you've heard it, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know, get bidding. Yeah, Definitely. Exactly yep. Right. Yep. Thank you so much, Rob, for coming on and sharing that news with us. We really appreciate Amazing, it. Amazing, mate. Absolutely. No and breaking a toy news, uh, toy power exclusive on our show. Just <laughs> what can what can we say about that? You know, sensational. You know, um, you really are helping helping us sort of, um, you know, differentiate ourselves as a news breaker. <laughs> you guys, you guys want to hear one more tease? Oh, for yeah, sure. Please do. Okay, so we just submitted episode one of the series to the broadcaster for approval. So they, they pre-bought the series, which means they believed in the idea and the trailer, but they still got to see it before it goes on the air. Yeah. Right? I mean, they can't just say, oh, no, it's great, Rob. We give you carte blanche. <laughs> <laughs> 35 million people. You know, just go ahead. <laughs> so here's what, 
here's what they said. I'm not going to name the person, but this is literally verbatim from the email, okay? It says, amazing, Rob. This is so interesting and coming from someone who does not collect action figures. I love the visuals and backgrounds of action figures and also the way you bring the interviewees' name tags with a little yellow stripe. Maybe a small thing, but really effective and also so clean. So much information and such a tight script. What a lot of work to pull all this together, to line up all the people, so many location shoots, and to assemble all the action figures and create the backdrop. Everything about this is just so well done. It's impressive. The camera work, the editing, the music that's so appropriate, the female voiceover, which is unusual. It's all really perfect and all for such a good cause. I'm admitting I had intentions of just watching a few minutes of it and could not believe the time zipped by and I watched the entire episode. I've surprised myself. Thank you for sharing. This is truly a wonderful production and can't imagine what else going to happen oh, oh well that's have, beautiful we yeah. we expected that right like, we, we knew, knew that, that but that is wow. to hear that that's uh glowing yeah and and particularly what what i think that shows is you know we're you're preaching to the converted we're yeah, all going to see it. it everyone who listens is going to watch it but it's it's resonating with an audience that isn't an action figure Correct. collector and that's the key yep. for a mainstream release so well done congratulations Amazing. on that that's wonderful to hear yeah, I, I completely agree. Like, I know we got our group of people that, you know, is addicted to these things. We're going to watch it because that's what we do. We watch all this stuff. Yeah. We love it. It keeps scratching our itch. And then in turn, feeds the buying process. And then we go back and then we watch the next thing. <laughs> I guess that we're going to watch it. But to hear somebody like this, like like you said, it's a glowing review. It's just, it, I kind of arrested when I when I saw it. But they love it and they're not a fan at all. So yeah. that, was, that was really cool. So... Um, that's always the the biggest hurdle for for filmmakers to cross and see yeah. the general audience that doesn't care about these these niche groups and communities and, and hobbies. So um, anybody that's on the fence about this, maybe it's too diehard for me. Maybe it's you know too bogged down by specific in terms. It's going to be accessible. You're going to love it. Um, I can't wait for it to share it with the whole world. It's going to yeah. be great. Oh, I can't, can't wait either. So testimonials like that. It gives me hope that this could see a wide release uh, beyond well, I, I beyond hope, the Canadian yeah. broadcast I, I hope the next time I'm on with you guys I can share with who picked up our US and worldwide rights outside of Canada it's Ooh. a well known company <laughs> well known lines in the toy world um, I just can't yes. say anything yet because yeah. we don't yep. know where it's going yep. you know we don't know where it's going they, they've, they've definitely picked up the license rights it's a really good shot at, at getting a wide a wide release, but you guys will get it because your backers on Kickstarter. Exactly. Yeah, yeah we're, we're guaranteed. Ding, ding, ding. Of course, we're going to see it, but... but we want to see it reach. Beyond. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We'll be um, cheering it all the way. Oh, how good! <laughs> oh, Wonderful. So excited. Well, we'll let you go and get back to your your day. But thank you so much, Rob, for coming on. We really, really appreciate it. Thanks, fellas. Always a pleasure. All right. Thank you, Rob. All the best, buddy. Catch Cheers. you, mate. All right, we've got some news now to get Dude. into. Well, I mean, that that just... Oh, what, a, what a start to the episode. That's just like... Oh, it's made my day. I'm, like, yeah. I'm oh, super excited. I'm floating. Yeah, <laughs> that's wonderful. Yeah, it's fantastic. All right, Frank, start us out All on right. some, some regular news now. Three, two, one. Cue music. So what have you got for me? All right, so we're going to start with some Tamashi Nations. Now, they had a a bit of an online event uh, called Tamashi Features that was, I believe, sort of in place of some of their 
what what was to be this San Diego Comic Con reveals. A lot of stuff to go through, but basically I'm going to just hit the ones that sort of jumped out to me. There was uh, some Avengers Endgame stuff that sort of hadn't been seen before. We got a, a battle damage Thanos that come with a, an alternate head for, you know, the helmet on, helmet off, some alternate arms even. There's a really cool Doctor Strange that came with a, a wired cape so you could reproduce those sort of floaty effects you could get. comes with a, uh, like a, I think it's like a red energy sword he has in one stage of the fight with Thanos. But he also has the green sort of swirling effects and a stand that allows him to recreate that um, you know how many 14 million different endings yep. have I seen and he's actually got like the closed head and everything swirling into the the um, thing in the middle of his chest looks really really cool but the one that got me that was really stood out was the final battle Thor so this is Thor right at the end of Endgame with the dad bod still but he's all armoured up he's got his Viking hairdo on lightning effects this hasn't been done to my knowledge by any other company not even Hasbro they've done Thor with the dad bod in his which was a builder figure builder figure correct but with his with his trackies and hoodie um looking like the dude uh this is the first one where he's, he's battle ready so these are pretty pretty cool figures uh i didn't look at the release dates and stuff because they're probably way in the future and way out of my price range if i'm completely <laughs> honest but i just i looked and went wow they look really really cool Definitely. All right. So it's the 30th anniversary uh, of Predator 2. And what better way to celebrate this than with a San Diego Comic Con 2020 City Demon Predator Ultimate version, seven inches in scale. So this new City Hunter Predator is in practically in a partially cloaked state, cast in clear plastic. And you might say, hey, They've done a plenty of yeah, these uh, in, in, uh, mm. in the past and things, but this one is quite different. Uh, it features a mix of blue, black, and white paint apps that mimic the lightning strike outside the eastern building straight from the film. So that so it, you have to see it to understand how cool this guy is because I've got clear ones in my collection. They did a vintage clear one. It's, it's quite pronounce that they've done a few of these but this one is completely different and let me just say it looks the best it, it is better than all the others it's, it's funny because these sorts of clear translucent figures are often very hard to pull off you, you sort of get what they're going for yeah. but it's yep. it's when you see it in hand you're like oh this one i knew exactly what it yeah. was and what it was trying to achieve and it looks brilliant it does, and i think yeah. it's because rather than mostly translucent with some effects they've gone for probably close to 50 50 with the the blue highlights but it's all painted over a translucent yes, body it looks yeah. amazing yeah very very cool so the figure includes five interchangeable hands two smart discs a collapsed uh, stick an extendable stick and a skull the now the packaging if you thought the predator action figure was pretty cool the packaging also features a light up feature that flashes lightning when the window <laughs> flap is open yeah. just like king gray skull uh did in the maddie so life. wait, you don't even need to take it out of the you, box. You're probably the you're probably uh, not not meant to take it out of the box. <laughs> you know, it just just to get that proper lightning effect. Uh, NECA have taken it to the next level and added some Photoshop uh, lightning effects onto the figure and things yep. in some of their promo reels, and uh, it just looks sensational. It's going to cost you thirty five dollars. It comes out on twenty third of the July, and you can grab that internationally on the NECAstore.com uh, once it goes up live. So Beautiful. grab that. I think that's. That's a pretty damn good price for uh, yeah. such. No. I was just going to say you can't go 
wrong at a price like that for yeah. something of that level. I, I've got, as I said, I've got a few of the. Um, but this is the best ones. one. I know, but <laughs> I, but then there's that hard thing of do I open it? Do I leave it in in yeah. box? So I, I think I'll just pass just and get to admire it. Yeah, well, that's it. I admire it in other people's collections and uh, definitely uh, uh, hit uh, double hit those um, you know screenshots of people on yep. Instagram. So nice. yeah, we've got them. Yeah, all right. Now, some more NECA news now. And who thought people were going to be coming now, out of their shells? Did we not call this many <laughs> moons ago? We were talking about where yeah. else did NECA go with the license. And I'm pretty sure one of us mentioned, hey, imagine if they did this. Yeah. And they've done it. Yep. And look, let's be honest. They look incredible for what they're portraying, yep. right? They look like exactly like the stage show but if, yeah. if you don't know what we're talking about this is when the Ninja Turtles had their live action musical stage show called Coming Out of Their Shells Tour now this is something that we never got here in Australia but it was probably relatively big in the US I mean this is they were on Oprah and all sorts yeah like, that, that yeah, weird yeah. interview about April and Mikey <laughs> and some of the looks on the kids expressions oh, brilliant um, but look just, this is how you know it's not coming to Australia. Right, it didn't. But uh, the I can remember the cassette albums in Woolworths Variety Store. In fact, I bought one um, in I reckon '91 for two dollars. Yeah, and I know why it was two dollars. <laughs> Have you tried Variety to listen to that? Rundle, Rundle How many times did you listen to it, Darren? Text, just knowing that it was another Turtles album to go with my movie soundtrack. How is it? <laughs> Um, oh, it's interesting. It's, <laughs> I reckon they've been using this in Guantanamo, Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> Sleep deprivation, and this this is on their list. It's pretty. Wow. It's pretty tough. It's pretty rough. It's yeah. pretty rough. I mean, well, this is. They're just saying ninety one. This oh, is look. kind of as turtles were heading towards that horrible sort of movie three stuff. Uh, yeah. Secret of the Ooze was probably just around the corner, but yeah, it was it was a last ditch attempt where the original stuff was kind of losing its gloss, and they're like, uh, "What do kids love more than turtles? Uh, rock show. Let's do that." <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, guys." Yeah, but look. I mean, this is this would have been the San Diego Comic Con 2020 exclusive, and yep. it, and I guess it, it still, still is. is. Yeah. I mean, it is that's what the item is, but it's going to now be released through Target as an exclusive in the US, right? So basically, you can go in there and you can buy the four turtles. They come with all their guitars and guitars and face <laughs> masks, and you know, Raph's got the saxophone. Uh, well, Mikey's got the saxophone. Donnie with the guitar, and they've got the face mask. They look. You know, incredible. They're wearing sneakers, which is obviously what well, they wore. It's all, yeah. Right? It's all, the, it's oh, just, I don't know how their feet can the, fit the into The jaws? Those. The jaws yeah, are jaws articulated. Well, so all the heads are the same sculpt, right? They, they look to me to be the same sculpt. Okay, yeah, maybe. But, but by having the articulated jaw is genius because yep. you can have them singing and, and doing yep. all the different moves. Now, there's also an accessory bag. Now, when yes. I say accessory bag, it's not more accessories to go with the turtles. They're accessories for you, yep. right? So it's there's so like good. ticket stubs and, and T-shirts and guitar the Fuck. guitar picks, that, honestly. That are like, you know, that, shaped like pizzas. That, that's what got me of yeah. all of this. Yeah, the figures are cool. And even the way the box opens, it's got like a stage, you know, performing stage background to it. Yeah. Uh, and then I saw this tote bag. You get a little like pass, like you've been to the concert, you get a ticket stub. But the guitar picks, one in each of the Turtles colors, like they're autographed, like you've been to see the show and the stars of the show have autographed a guitar pick. Like that just, yeah. it does my head in. And the back of the jackets... That that's the image on the back of the jackets, oh, right? Like okay. that's what they're wearing. It's basically got the logo. It's got the poster on yep. their denim jacket yeah. backs. It's got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles logo, typical style. 
and and the four turtles there with the musical mutagen tour and they're, and they're all smiling <laughs> like it's NECA and they've got the names printed uh, just just below the neckline on yep. the collar the there back, each one's yep. got their their little denim jacket and, <laughs> and cloth goods in a NECA item yeah. looking fantastic I do have to ask you so just go for international fans, you will actually be able to go onto the NECA store yep. and order this a bundle. So you get $125 US for the four turtles, $25 for the accessory pack in Target US. But And, and the online is not available to Target residents. That's where the VPNs come in handy. Okay. Um, so if you're in the US, you've got to go to Target. If you're international, you can go onto the online store. Sure. $150 for the combined pack. It looks like you just get, get yep. everything, yeah. which is which is cool. Mm. Who's going in for this? I mean, I saw it and I appreciate what they do. I've yeah. got no love. I've listened to that music and probably if I hadn't <laughs> listened to it, I'd be keen for this. <laughs> Having listened to it, I kind of want to distance myself from it as much as possible. So I was sort of, for me, it was like an easy pass. Now, I knew that as it went along, these would just sort of like be that, you know, billboard day for Homer Simpson. Like <laughs> that billboard had no impact on me whatsoever and it's just going to be ringing my ear. Yep. But who is, who's down for this? And who's kind of on the fence and who's a definitive no? I'm kind of on the fence, to be honest. My gut reaction was, oh, wow, that looks... You know, I want it because you want all the new shiny things, right? But then, to your point, Trent, you you go, other than that, you know, really cringy Oprah clip that we've all seen on YouTube and it's not a memorable part of of the Turtles franchise, I would, if for argument's sake, they were to do a movie three samurai figures... Yep. I would, I would probably sooner jump on that. Oh, yeah. As horrific as that movie There's is. There's a toy connection though, right? Correct, yeah. correct. This is its own thing. And I've seen a lot of people comment, some people going, oh, that's ridiculous. Other people go, do you know what? For an exclusive, it's great. It's bang on, yeah. right? It's what you want. If you're into the NECA movie figures, this isn't, say, like Tatsu as, as the no. special figure. It doesn't break your movie collection if you don't get it. But if you're in, you're in. That's what I love about certain exclusives yes where i can be part of the property and go i love what they've done it's not for me and i'm happy to miss it It was like super seven did a a he-man santa claus he-man as santa claus from the christmas special now i had no interest in that i didn't buy it and i feel like my master of the universe classics collection is complete without it it's like it's 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 thing like you know like maybe laughing prince adam this to me is that i can quite happily go no i'm happy and those that go yep that's for me perfect exclusive if this is something everyone was like I want that and I need that like a tatsu yeah. poor choice of the of the Comic Con slot in yep. my opinion so well done well done for NECA for picking something that fits that category because yep. it's, yep. it's a tough thing to do to find in that in collectors where we're fully into these properties to find something that something people that's can go t- take or pass yeah yep. Absolutely. That will also sell. Yeah. Ben, where are you at? No, I'm, I'm, I'm easy pass. I, I admire it. Like, I, I think it'll look fantastic. I'd love to see it in person, but uh, I'm, you know, careful with what I'm buying now due to sure. space. Uh, so I'm an easy no. Yep. Darren, what about yourself, mate? I'm sorely tempted, um, shockingly. Um, not normally my thing. I have. Well, you don't like you turtle know, variants, as right? As it is, as it is, <laughs> I have a for that. That album because I got it in my childhood. It was part of my childhood just, experience. Never saw the concert. Just listen to it again, and, and that soft spot will be a hard spot. <laughs> oh wow, that's I, I didn't that's mean it to sound like that. that. They are coming out of their shells, Trent. Uh, <laughs> that's why I haven't gone there because those things are better left here. Yeah, that's right. But because um, I was young when 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 I heard it, but you know, so yeah, look, I'm tempted. 
I really do like what they've done with it. Um, I'm not gonna. It's not gonna break my heart if it sells out before I get it. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if that makes if, sense. Yeah, if, no, I, it does, if yeah. I had to commit if, to something, I would probably get the accessory pack. Yeah. Just because I think that's a little nod to it without necessarily having to take up figure shelf space. Yeah. To be yeah. honest. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Very cool. All right, moving on from Turtles to another love of mine. This is Marvel Legends. We've had Hasbro Pulse reveal a new figure. This is Toxin. Now, for those who don't know, it's basically he's billed as the ultimate symbiote, the 1,000th interpretation of you know, the symbiote going from person to person. Uh, from a figure point of view, if you've never seen Toxin and don't know what he is, it's the Monster Venom mold, essentially, so a big, bulky figure. And then it's almost like the top half of the figure has been dipped in red paint to make him look like Carnage. He's got a new sort of head, you know, crazy teeth and, and a big green tongue. But then he's got what looks like sort of uh, tendrils or something sort of coming off his, the back of his... Symbiotes, yeah, coming off the back of his shoulders and stuff. So, And look, there's a lot of them. There is a lot of them. It looks like a full-on backpack. It's not like the Monster Venom where there's a couple of, yeah. you know, two or three. This is a full... Full, almost like looks like a full head headpiece for him. So look, I'll be honest, not my kind of thing. I'm not a big symbiote person in general, uh, let alone one that's relatively modern like this one. It's a good reuse of the mold. Uh, if you're a Spidey fan, I'm sure there's lots out there. Um, priced at about thirty bucks and supposed to be coming out around November. I thought it was pronounced symbiote. Symbiote. Shut up, Sony. All right, <laughs> <laughs> it's wrong. You're wrong, Sony. Stop it. <laughs> So moving on to Master of the Universe news, um, Mondo have put up Man at Arms for pre-order, um, for the um, and they have an exclusive version as well, which features Orko in a jar and comes with a snake Man at Arms head. Helmets removable. There's a shield um, and some other accessories. Um, looks really really cool, and I have. Have to confess, I did jump on it when it went. Ooh! Up. So the exclusive version with that orca on that snake head is that? Do you have to go to the Mondo store to buy that direct? I believe so. That's yep. where I went. Cool. It does look awesome. Oh, yeah. it's, it's it's how I want to see uh, Man at Arms in a film. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, you know, yep. Yep. he doesn't need to be that bright orange. But damn, if if everything else needs to be there, yep. yeah, yeah. Who would, yeah, no, who would blame? I feel, feel they nail the design, and I, I love the shirt nice. as as an addition as well. <laughs> Gary Oldman for me. Gary Oldman, yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be cool casting. <laughs> yeah. All right, so a bit of Alien versus Predator comic news. And this is very close to my heart, so uh, strap in. Uh, after 30 years of publishing the greatest Alien versus Predator, sorry, Aliens, Predator, and AVP stories in the Xenoverse, Disney will be pulling the publishing license from Dark Horse. Mm-hmm. As the new owners of Fox, this is their right, of course. Dark Horse has been one of the longest standing and most successful of Fox's licensing partners over the uh, nearly 35 years. We have worked with them. Uh, First Alien series was a smash success, moving away from the generic storylines common in films and television-based titles and uh, toward actual sequels to, mm. of the original material. Mm. Yep. Uh, the success of Aliens led directly to another series based on a Fox science fiction film, and that was, of course, Predator. This first series was the basis for the Predator film sequel, the Warner iconic first issue, sorry, and Warner's iconic first issue cover served as the inspiration for the sequel's film poster. 
the natural extension of those licenses led Dark Horse to come up with the monster hit Aliens versus Predator. Way and this is way before yep. yeah. bloody Jason versus Freddy that everyone keeps uh, <laughs> referring to. Uh, mixing the two franchises was a huge success with fans and became one of the most successful series in the history of the direct market. And let me just say, if no, if you're on the fence of reading these books, go out and grab the original series of Aliens and Predator. They are, as I've just said, freaking amazing. Mm. They they go deep, deep in diving into the world building and everything. You don't necessarily. I mean, the AVP comics are great, but if you read Aliens, uh, you know. Uh, going forward and predator the original series they just so cool they mm. skip uh, the whole uh, alien 3 saga and yep. newton um you know a couple of the others still survive and they have nightmares and things it's just outstanding and and they take in the predator series they take the uh, storyline of dutch's brother so dutch's brother you know is a, a new york city cop yeah, and he's out okay. looking and things like that built built like arnold schwarzenegger yep, of, of course. course and goes from there outstanding comics uh, so while Marvel isn't ready to reveal specific titles or creative teams yet, they have debuted a pair of incredible teaser images drawn by Batman artist David Finch. First up, there's Finch's take on Alien's big chap Xenomorph, which looks absolutely fantastic. And then it's worth uh, treating your eyes to Finch's Predator, as the artist shows what might happen if one of the elite hunters targeted the Avengers. Ooh. And this, of course, uh, this picture depicts a Predator on top of Avengers Tower, holding none other than Iron Man's helmet as if he'd just torn it off poor Tony Stark. Spine attached? <laughs> yes. Oh, really? Yep, yep. Oh, wow. Yep. So it's pretty graphic. It's not, it's well, not for your, uh, you know, it's not for your young readers, yeah. so to speak. And it's, but, uh, you know, bring on the uh, crossovers. Yeah, like, I'm a, I've, of all the Alien and Predator franchise, have crossed over with Judge Dredd, Tarzan, mm. uh, Batman, Green Lantern, uh, you know, Robocop, uh, sorry, um, Terminator, all yep. those characters. Uh, and now, finally, Marvel gets their uh, option wow. to uh, jump into the fray. So it's going to be very interesting. And I'm sure that they'll be featured in the Max series or whatever that mature yeah. version of uh, things. But, you know, you wait, uh, you know, you'll get some cosmic fights and things. Uh, yeah. Predator versus Wolverine. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. So uh, it'll be very interesting to see where that uh, storyline takes them. Yeah. Amazing. So, that, and that, that for it officially. Uh, lands the alien queen is a Disney princess. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> I imagine also we can expect some, you know, collected works, books from Dark Horse, sort of chronicling oh, yeah. all this stuff thought. together. There's, like, there's yeah. quite a few omnibuses, omnibus that you can collect already, yep. uh, but I'm sure a greater uh, the whole thing in yes, one book. That would, yep. But there's a there's you know a lot of comics to to collect. So okay. they they did a pretty darn good run while they had the series. Nice. So we have news on Batwoman. Um, I'll do my very best to pronounce um, Javika or Javika Leslie has been cast as the new Batwoman succeeding Ruby Rose who exited the role after the end of season one Leslie is confirmed to play a new character named Ryan Wilder and will make her debut in the iconic cape and car when Batman uh, sorry Batwoman returns to the CW for its second season on January 21 and we have a quote here from 2021 from that is yeah extremely proud to be the first black actress to play the iconic role of batwoman on television and as a bisexual woman i'm honored to join the groundbreaking show which has been such a trailblazer for the lgbt uh, lgbtq plus community leslie said 
Now I've got to say I'm I'm absolutely wrapped with this casting. Um, my my mum watched um the show that she was this actress was previously in called God Friended Me, and I've seen enough of her performance in that to feel that that this is a really good casting choice, and and I, I'm personally really happy with it, that they've gone in this direction and fascinated to see where where it, where it goes. Mm. Do we know Ryan Wilder? Is that a DC? I've reference? never heard the name. No. no. Okay. No, I, I'm not familiar with Ryan Wilder either. Whether that's created for the show or yeah. whether there's some, you know, some reference. That, that woman to... hasn't been around that long, so... She has had at least a couple of different identities. No, that's, identities that's true. Not this like incarnation ultimate... of Batwoman anyway. Yeah, but, but I mean, bring... like, historically, oh, the actual character of Batwoman hasn't yes. existed that no. long. No, okay. she hasn't. No. Yeah, uh, well, actually, she was a revived character. She existed in the 1950s um, back in the day, but... Um, Aaron remembers was, it well. Um... He was there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she wasn't. It wasn't. Um, she wasn't um, a lesbian in in that incarnation, but but it was the same character, right? You mm. know, um, same secret identity and all that stuff. They just brought her back and modernised her. Mm. Yeah, very good. All right. Well, speaking of things that are back, the boys are back oh. in town, and <laughs> season two trailer has dropped. I'm super excited. Loved the first season of the boys. I think it was the hit show. Amazon was looking for a delightfully violent trailer sees the boys on the run from the seven um, with a, I love the bit with the irate Huey and uh, Billy Butcher just trying to calm him down. I think he said something like, so, yeah, so I've got a new plan. So what's You're your new plan? You'll you love it. And he goes, I never love it. I never love your effing plans. <laughs> and it's just brilliant, brilliant interaction, dialogue and that sort of stuff. Um, there's so much gore and violence and, and it plays to Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire. It's so well done. I'm there's a- like, there's there's face, like there's one where Homelander just grabs some guy's head up against the wall and just goes, pushes it and it just yep. explodes. Yep. There's like some guy giving him the finger and he just lasers him down. It's just... What? Throw, he's throwing the, a kid off the roof. Yeah. It's like... the, the bit I loved is the clicking bits, you know, like yep. where it's... It cl- yeah, click, it was click. done to the beat. A- like. it was done, yeah, it's like little snippets from out the series and they've just got click, 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 and I just thought that was fantastic making the music work do, the do, best do, do, for your... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was beautiful editing. Oh, like, so I'm, I'm a sucker for that when they... And, uh, you know, um, oh, who's it, like Ant-Man director or was going to be the Ant-Man director? No, Scott Pilgrim. Yep. Did a lot of that sort of stuff, that style of editing and is just oh, amazing. Yep. Very, very excited for that one. So I think it's October. I don't think I wrote down the date, but... It'll be back in the next couple of months. September, September, yeah. It's it's coming up, so get get, strap yourself in. Yep. Uh, This is something that kind of slipped under our radar a little bit back on Turtles. There's actually, there's a new Turtles movie coming. Yeah. And this one is confirmed. I know we spoke previously about a Turtles, I think it was going to be a live action series and and Kevin Eastman was one of the first ones out there going, not Not a thing. This is fake news. Uh, this one is actually confirmed. Kevin Eastman's gone, yep, forget that other one. This is the real deal. This is developed, obviously, by Nickelodeon, who now own the rights. Um, they're combined with a studio that is actually headed up by Seth Rogen. Yep. And they've sort of sort of deliberately name-dropped him as obviously one of the more famous people there. So having his sort of sense of humor about it should be good. It's going to be a CGI movie and is a reboot. They actually use the term reboot, so which I guess makes sense given where Turtles is at at the moment. No more real details than that as far as release dates or whatever, but it's a happening thing. So to me, I, I, I kind of feel this is this is post-Rise. This is what yep. the new Turtles 
series franchise is going to be built on. I'd imagine Playmates has already, you know, seen or been working on some of the designs and stuff, and we'll uh, see where it goes from there. I think, let's be honest, I mean, we know 2007 they did CGI, and look, it's a, it's a decent film, it's yeah. solid enough, it's... um. It's probably not going to be the iconic film you think about when you think about Turtles. But look, I enjoyed it at the time. And it's probably, you know, like a B grade. A B, it gets a B grade. No, it's not B grade yes. film, but it gets a B rating in my yep. book. But CGI has, has a lot of potential to tell these sorts of stories. Like, to, you know, to tell a master's story using CGI or to tell a turtle story using CGI, it's it's hard to do that live action or it's yep. expensive, right? Yes. I think this is a really smart move. And with CGI, what they can pull off today, I was just watching Incredibles 2 the other day. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, when they want... I know it's stylized cartoon, yep. but when they want to make things look realistic, I mean, it's just so yep. good. Like, it looks amazing. So I think this is a, a very smart move and I hope this is kind of palette cleansing for yes. Rise I mean I, I don't get me wrong there's a lot of fans out there that love Rise we've got patrons that, that enjoy yeah. Rise and what it is it wasn't my cup of tea and I, I couldn't warm to it but I, I think for me hopefully this is a bit of a palette cleanser we get some new designs mm. some some really good action yep and, and yep. fingers crossed on this one absolutely so yeah exactly how I feel about it you know it's an exciting prospect to see the franchise move in a new direction again and you know I think you know the fact that they're doing a, a CGI film and, and not going traditional animation does also symbolise for me a distance distancing from, from Rise which as well as the, the previous Michael Bay um, live action films as well which I think can only be a good thing for the franchise to sort of chart a new course Yep, definitely. Very good. All right, we might have a bit of time just to round out with our final segment. Mm -hmm. Whoa, dude, nice score. All right, so it is later scores time, and we do have... I just wanted to do a, a quick shout-out to my mate Ben over here, who during the week came around for some Lego building. And, and the genesis of this was I was saying I've been getting a lot of enjoyment out of going through my like childhood box of Lego mm. and going, you know what? There's some really cool sets in here that I enjoyed as a kid, digging out the instructions and rebuilding them. So so Ben brought around his collection, his girls came around too, and we had like a Lego building day. Nice. And the kids kind of, you know, loved it for the first half an hour and then kind of got bored and distracted. And, we were <laughs> and the big there. kids were there all day. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like to see these toys emerge from like they're, they're sitting in a box but they're just you know random pieces yeah. but to see them kind of like emerge and all those memories of those toys come back it was a really kind of rewarding experience and and ben left all the lego there yep. um when he went and over the last day and a half i've I pretty much built like 40 40 <laughs> sets i sorted all the bits i got on a roll and i was just i spent like all of yesterday just building the whole day i was up at up at night building <laughs> Um, and it was just so much fun. So it was sort of like it wasn't. I mean, for me, it's not a it's not an acquisition or anything, mm. but just a temporary custodian of these bricks. Yeah. And, and obviously, they'll go back to Ben. But to be part of that nostalgic experience and cool. pulling them together was was a lot of fun. And, and thanks to Ben for for sort of sharing that that you know. And, and I know it's very special to you, Ben. Like uh, you know, sort of treated these sort of things with with a lot of love and a lot of care and and you know boys would want to come in and play with them like you know sets are built be very gentle we'll yeah, put them yeah. back you can play with one <laughs> at a time and then you put it back um but you know it was one of the only toys to survive ben's 
childhood. So a lot true. of them got yeah. thrown out. Yeah. So there's a, that's real that Attachment. real connection yeah. Um, yeah. with those toys. And hopefully, when you see them all oh, built, it'll you know, be a, a, yeah. you know like a a bit of an experience yeah sort of I've appreciated your photos and I've been sharing them with my brother because when mum mum didn't keep too many of our toys because uh, we had a lot of uh, sales and things mm. but she did keep all our crash dummies our biker mice from Mars and the Lego and I got the Lego and my little brother got all the crash dummies and we, we shook on it we were both cool with that yep. and then the biker mice we decided to sell which was sold and um, we you know sort of divided that money up between us uh, and it's just fantastic to see yeah as Frank's uh, as Trent said to see these uh, sets come back to life after not seeing them complete for over 30 years wow and knowing that oh my gosh they're 99% complete like missing one or two tabs you know yeah. here or there that uh, can be potentially swapped out for another color or something mm. which is just fantastic and um, you know I I've, I've been holding on to this box for so many years i've never thought of doing that you know <laughs> and, and props to mum for keeping what i reckon probably 60 to 75 percent of the uh instruction booklets oh, instruction booklets which, as well. which, yeah. wow. which helped kicked off and you should yeah. i mean what the the um the facial expressions on trent's face seeing some <laughs> of those sets that obviously he had never built before or never yeah. had was priceless like you yeah. know just uh, oh my god you've got the Robin Hood thing oh my god you've got that castle oh my god look at all the Emtron like okay. it was just like uh, yep. amazing like it just went to, from pitch to pitch you know yeah uh, very very cool um, and thank you for doing all that I, I'm thinking actually um, I might some divide some space up and put my Emtron back on display nice. uh, um, oh you've got Emtron yeah, so, so I don't have yeah. many big ones but I've got about four sets which are <sighs> nice you know, pretty pretty cool. Those those colours are yeah, yeah. quite uh, eye catching. All right, moving on. Anyway, <laughs> I've I've been pretty um I've had some pretty good scores recently. So I got a big parts and accessories package uh, from the US that took a whopping mm. nine weeks oh, uh, to yeah. arrive. So I'd almost written it off as yeah. lost in transit, but it finally came in. And the one of the uh, uh, pieces that I've been chasing for years was of course the Toon Shredder TV yep. uh, that um, I just you know was kicked off the whole inspiration to do place an order uh, and get that lot uh, I got Jawbone from Neymar Studios which mm. is a um, sort of a, a exotic vinyl figure yep, uh, glows before, in the dark yeah complements my Death Latron fig yep. so absolutely fantastic to have that now in hand Toxie from Super 7. Yeah. Right. I've got to say to all the Turtles fans that are waiting for their first uh, Wave 1 from Turtles, you've got nothing to worry about. If if these Turtles yep. are on in the same level of appreciation and um, quality as Toxie is, you have nothing to worry about. Cool. You are going to be blown. You can, your socks are going to be brilliant. blown off. They, yep. they, it is fantastic. So, um, yeah. Good on you for, um, you know, Super 7 for doing that. So Worth the so wait. Well. I mean, it's been yeah. a long wait. Well, we've been waiting a long time for these ultimates. Mm. But I think you'll find worth the wait. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the crispness of the paint apps, the sculpting, the box. I mean, yes. oh, the box is fantastic. <laughs> ben, ben was over when, when Voltron arrived. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and, and we, we opened it in front of the kids and there was Voltron. I think I had a couple for Darren. And the first thing my son was like, look at that box. <laughs> you know, it was yeah. like father, like son. But the, the Voltron box was like all glowing and shiny. And it's just, I mean, they're, they're exceptional figures. And and I know here that they're, they're about a $90 yeah. figure, which is pushing yep. it. But if you think about Storm Collectibles and, and obviously yeah. they've got a, bit more, a few more accessories, 
they're quality figures. Yeah. So, you know, yes, it's a lot for them, but but very, very happy. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Trent, help me out with a, a big 12-inch Godzilla figure uh, from Playmates. It's the 2004 version. Absolutely fantastic. I actually uh, pitted a photo around the place with uh, him fighting Voltron from yep. my old Matty Collector version, nice. so that was fun. And uh, rounding off the list, uh, most recently I got the uh, Golden Girl- Girls from Galoob, yep. uh, the Sapphire figure. So she was fantastic. Did you bust that open? Uh, no, it was okay. open already, right. but the okay. uh, contents were still sealed, like the uh, accessories and things. Okay. It was, the uh, box had already been opened. But, yep. y- you know, it's worth chasing the ones that aren't open because the hair is just fantastic. Yeah. I've got one just... that, you know, I bought loose and the hair is just an afro almost. Yep. It's The, the difference is amazing. Right. Uh, and I, I'm no stylist, so I can't, you know, <laughs> I can't uh, fix the hair. But uh, Sapphire, fantastic. I'm two figures away from completing that line. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, it's been a long, long stretch, long yeah. road to get that far. But I'm, uh, I'm, I'm patient. So, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. All right. I've, I've been a little bit quiet, but I have had a few things recently. Uh, I've got a couple of Marvel Legends, the new or legendary riders, I guess you'd call them. There was the Squirrel Girl um, with her little Vespa. And comes with three different squirrels in different configure. You can put them, you know, in this little basket out the front and stuff. Very cute. Mine actually did, unfortunately, come with two left feet. Oh, um, right. And it's, but it's because of the style of the figure. She just, she's not wearing crazy high heels or anything. It's actually really hard to tell. It wasn't until I was literally posing her and actually like trying to take a photo. I went, hang on a second. There's, it just didn't look quite. It took me a long time to actually realize it was there. Uh, you know, looking online, it's it's a bit of a common thing with some okay. of the, the Hasbro stuff of late. Um, it's not at the point where I bothered taking it back or anything. It was, it was two left arms. It might be a different story, but you know, if I had, didn't tell you about it, you wouldn't you wouldn't notice it. So yeah, very happy with that. And a Cosmic Ghost Rider yeah. is the other one. He is insane. I I'm normally not a fan of these you know deluxe figures with their bikes or whatever. This one is just amazing. Well, he needs the bike, doesn't he? Yeah, Ghost Rider needs absolutely. The bike. It's and it's it's just such a even if you don't know anything about the character, he your eyes are drawn to him on the shelf amongst everything else. He's just absolutely beautiful. The bike comes with like a, a floating sort of cosmic stand that actually has like a really tight ball joint, so you can actually tilt the bike, you know, up, back, left, and and stuff. Very very cool and just a, a crazy crazy design. Um, very very cool. Uh. Speaking of Trent being on the hunt for us, he also picked me up uh, one of the Bumblebee reissues. That's going to look. Um, I'm still because the packaging is just so it's good, nice, isn't it? Yeah. I really want to, but I've got a little shelf of my mini bots, and he'd look really good in the center there. He's got the the cartoon accurate heads as Correct. opposed yeah. to the, the toy accurate one, which I don't mind. Yeah, I, I think that's awesome. Yeah, I really I like that really because cool. that that head is actually more iconic. Uh, arguably, than the robot yep. uh, toy one was. Yeah. You could almost put it. On the shelf, it carded Minted, at the back. Yeah, yeah. I was and, thinking that. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so thanks to Trent for that. Um, or buy a second one. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. cool to see, because that was a... Uh, was it a Walmart exclusive at the time? Or yeah. Or was it a US retail exclusive? And then we, they just came here. Yeah, but we got them through like Typo. Uh, Cotton-on. Typo. Cotton-on, yeah, yeah. Typo or Cotton-on, the same same chain anyway. Um, yeah. And and that was, I don't know, nine months ago. And now they're popping up in Showing Walmart up stores, again. which is super yep. cool. bit pricey at the sort of $20 mark for a, a mini bot, but that, that packaging, I mean, yep. just to see. I think I went into Kmart one day and there was, you know, Godzilla, there was Power Rangers, there was, you know, new yep. Transformers yeah. for the new Net, Netflix um, Wolf Cybertron. Yep. Um, and and, and the, the paint apps on those, mm. 
uh, sensational for a mass-produced toy. Like the the weathering, weathering on effects, them is yeah. just incredible. Um, and and it was like a there was the child from Star Wars. Yep. So good to see our toy. I mean, our, our toy stores have been de- absolutely barren and depleted. There's been really nothing on the shelves. Mm. To see stuff back like this is just a, a godsend. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. So yeah. So that's um pretty much pretty much mine. Darren, you got any latest scores to run us through? Not a lot. Uh, it's been pretty quiet my end actually. I haven't been getting out as much as I would normally um, due to the whole COVID thing. Even though. Um, transmission rates in South Australia is, is very low. I've still been quite cautious because I've got family concerns and whatnot. So I, I haven't really got a lot. I'm, I've done some pre-orders recently, but nothing's really arrived either. So, yeah, yeah fairly, fairly sort of lean time at the moment, but that's cool. Um, yep. It's been sort of, you know, I've come all at once. I know I note that um, some of you have stuff for me when I do catch up with you all. So, Mm. So I know that there's going to be a landslide's worth of it all at once. <laughs> That's going to be pretty be. sweet. Yeah. If I could just jump back in just quickly, I have just remembered something else. I have a shredder that will make Ben jealous. Yes. He's huge. Quite I literally never, a shredder. I never <laughs> realised it was that big. It is yeah. a full-size... Oh, for, those, for those who don't know yeah. what I'm talking about, it is a full-size cheese grater, as you would see in the kitchen, but it has a oh, yeah. shredder head so for the good. handle. Um, and it's quite literally called the Shredder, and it's it's it's, it's a play on the name. Ali actually attempted to get that to me for Christmas. Uh, pop culture kind of messed her around a little bit, and she didn't end up getting it. So that was a uh, a birthday present to me, and I was just like, oh, I, I, I leave it in the box or whatever, and I said, like, just take it out of the box. You know, you're going to anyway. It doesn't really uh, fit on my shelves per se with a, a bunch of action figures, but it was too cool not to not to pass up. So funny. <laughs> you, you should do a decapitated uh, toy figure at the bottom blood, or something. Paint yeah, some blood yeah, on yeah. there or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Can I ask uh, Frank because uh, I'm obviously I'm not in the room with you guys. Can you tell which incarnation of Shredder it is? Oh, okay. Fred cool. Wolf. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, classic. it is very nice. But it's got a lot of detailing on the back of his yeah, it's helmet. All the chainmail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I like it. Mm. Very cool. good. All right, shout out to you, Ben. Yeah, so I have uh, accepted a mission from uh, Scott Mehmet, uh, that is of course uh, AKA Villain for Hire, mm. and he is living up to his name. Uh, I am playing the middleman. I have placed a foreign action figure <laughs> in your toy room, Master Frank. And what today? Uh, yes, yes. I snuck it in. <laughs> I snuck it in. So and uh, so it's a bit of a um, a. This is a Where's Wally type pretty thing, much. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll oh. catch back up next week on next week's episode. Right. See if you found it. Oh, Otherwise, uh, we'll. Otherwise, uh, it becomes the, mine. Um, is well, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, let the. Um... So what, what's happened here? Scott's donated a figure to you. Correct. Right. He's he's given it to me. He's He's yep. come around. I think he came around to pick up some figures or something like yep. that. Uh, came around and said, oh, by the way, and got a slipped, challenge slipped for you. me a, uh, <laughs> a figure and said, I've got a challenge for you. Next time you record it, Frank, so I want you to put this in there and uh, see how long it takes him to... There you um, go. Okay. Challenge to, accepted. To right. find, so to speak. So I'm not mm. going to talk for the rest of the episode. I'm just going to look around. <laughs> well, that's yeah. it. There's, there's only a minute left of this episode. Cool. So you're, you're all good. <laughs> Thank you. you. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much to all our patrons uh, for your ongoing support and for your chatter on the Discord. We've got a, a very special new page, which is our buy sell page, which has just opened up for business. 
what a great uh, you know group of people to, to sort of trade and, and get yep. special deals to and all that sort of thing and hunt down those elusive items from yeah. all around the globe. I think it's a really That's cool right. idea. We've sort of had the idea for a little while now. And um, a few of the, the patrons suggested that. So that's a really cool initiative that's that's going and, and hopefully can sneak a few cool items onto that. Not as cool, obviously, as Rob McCallum's um, uh. and Jay's finds in Action Figure Adventure, but some hopefully some cool stuff on there. Nonetheless, Absolutely. thank you so much for everyone for tuning into another episode of Toy Power. We really appreciate your support and, and would encourage you to... to I guess, get behind what's yep. happening on Action Figure Adventures for a great, great cause. Mm. Um, even if you're not going to be buying any of those items, there's a few there. I mean, we just won't be able to get here in Australia yep. due to size, but there's definitely a few that would um, be posted across no dramas. If it's not something you want to bid on, definitely try and get the word out there and, and get as much interest would be wonderful. Thanks, guys. Another cool. great episode. And Beautiful. hope to see you around the toy aisles. And until next time, good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us. Toy Power Podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher. And please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but they're yeah.